0: Hello everyone, welcome to The Seabass Show. My name is Sebastian Morris. My friends call me Seabass, and we're doing another crossover. With a daily dose of nonsense, my friends call me Wes or Wesley. So uh, <clears throat> you saw us on episode previous to this one, uh, we were drinking McDonald's coffee today, we're drinking Mountain Dew. This one has 20% more delicious, that's what the label says. And 20% more refreshing. That is also what it says. It is definitely that. That is not false advertising. In it's any wrong, way, a lot of calories as well. In any way, shape, form, or fashion, that is not a um, false advertising for Mountain Dew to say that. We're back on Glenville State College's campus. It's a beautiful day out. We thought it was at the beautiful Louis Bennett Hall. We thought it was too nice out not to record, <laughs> so we come out here again. We just had some Chinese food. What'd your fortune say? Uh, you know, I think I might have forgot. Mine said, forget about the stock market, invest in your family. Oh, our, Mine says charm and personality will get you whatever you wish for. I didn't understand word you just said. Charm and personality, so my charm and personality... If I utilize it correctly, it will get me whatever I wish for. Good luck with that. Yes. Do you believe that the stock market is ever going to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic? I believe it will recover, and it will recover successfully. It will be great. It will be fantastic. Recover in full? It will be a, a huge, huge stock market recovery. It'll be phenomenal. The stock market going to be better than ever. Yeah. I think it will... Um I think it'll balance back out after things start to open up. After they find a cure. and Well, that's the big thing is that this is not going to end, really. It's going to come back in the fall, be vicious. It's going to come back now in the summer once people start getting back out. It's not going to go away. We just need to shelter inside, let the economy be the economy. It's going to drive its own way. We need to shift the economy to more of an inside base, stay stay-at-home-based. Yeah. Get some of that Uber Eats going to fund some of our local businesses. (laughs) a lot yeah. of that uber eats get some uh did you, did you buy stock in uber no i, I don't know how to use the stock market i've been trying to invest in uh and i believe it was uh something but i don't think it went through too well mm-hmm. so <laughs> i think the sun's baking our heads a little bit probably <laughs> frying our brains i will invest in the stock market sooner or later I think I was going to invest into something. There's something right now that's down. Oh, gas, oil. I think I'm maybe investing oil because right now the gas prices are down, oil prices are down, and I think if I buy now and then back when they reopen a little bit and that summer progresses, you might be able to sell it for a good chunk of coin. Good bit of coin. Good bit of coin. Bit of coin. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? You're a character from the Middle Evil, Middle Ages. Yeah. What's the difference between the Middle Ages and the Medieval times? Middle Ages, Medieval times, to be honest, I don't know. You're a history teacher. You need to know these things. I'm a historian, history teacher, yeah. Middle Ages, uh, Medieval times. Medieval times is sword fighting people, castles, lordships, fjords, stuff like that. Middle Ages, I'm thinking, is the middle of the ages, somewhere between, I don't know, maybe continental warfare time. I have no clue. Just making this up as a go Disregard goal. everything he just said. Disregard everything I said, like he said. Disregard everything we say. Go do your own research. I think a lot of people get... Um, get a dictionary. Get an encyclopedia. <laughs> dictionary. Yeah, look up... Look in the, the glossary. Th- Actually, you probably could look up when the Middle Ages was in a dictionary. Or Wikipedia. You probably have it under the definition. But don't always rely on Wikipedia because people can change it, although it's still a decent source of information. I remember when I was in middle school, Jacob and I went through and changed Glenville's Wikipedia. Because I had like one paragraph, so we added a couple things to it. We just thought it was our civil duty to add to the rich history of this town, make sure people knew our origins. One of the things I think that's hilarious about Glenville is that part of the reason we're so far away from the interstate is because when they were building it, the interstate, 15 miles away, they said, hey, do you want to move your town closer to the, (laughs) like to combine with like Burnsville and the surrounding area pick up and move you want to like move your city hall and stuff and they were like no steamboats are the future (laughs) this is well documented you can go look it up steamboats are the future Huntington did the same thing when the interstate was coming through he said the railroad is the future railroad they thought because the railroad that runs along the river and all through you know the surrounding area was a major form of transportation both for goods and for people. So anyway, they, they kept city hall right where it was. And now it's like a 15-minute drive from the interstate to get to where Marshall is. If you you know, if you get off exit 15, same for Glenville as well. Far away from interstate. It's not even like it's not even the mileage; it's just all the traffic and the stoplights yeah, and the whereas, bad roads. Whereas Glenville is like actually were in the middle of fifteen miles away. Yeah, I think one of Glenville's sports teams at one point had um, like a shirt that said, "Can you handle the <laughs> the Route Five or whatever?" It's like one of our advantages when we play home is the other oh, teams car sick by the time they get here. That's <laughs> how we win games. <laughs> That's how we win. Their best players are too sick. to to perform well just get rid of all the roads have them drive through hills they get lost and I mean, they have to forfeit the game we win every single one we just we just put the college in the middle of nowhere do you think that the ncaa should should pay athletes uh, i don't think the ncaa should pay athletes i think maybe allow them to get sponsors okay like if they want to put mountain dew on their jersey like a little badge i don't see why not pay them I don't think they should get paid for going to college. They already getting paid to go to college and getting a free education for a majority of them. You think how much be enough to get free college, mm-hmm. and you just to play football in return to getting that free college? See, it's a give and take. You're giving your abilities to play football, and you're getting college in return. But some some might argue that the NCAA is making so much money that it's not being distributed through. To the players who are actually making the money, I think a salary would be good. Like, but to make it profitable for the NCAA, they can't give them millions and millions of dollars because there's millions and millions of college players, opposed to the NFL where there's thousands. So yeah, there's a lot, definitely a lot more colleges. <laughs> there's a lot more. Like, I'm going to say probably less than maybe a percent or less of people who actually play football actually go on to play. And it's a NFL, very small percentage that very actually, small percentage actually yeah. go on, yeah. Well, on top of that, um, not everyone gets a scholarship. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are just playing for the love of the game. You know? Yeah. I understand that. I just don't know how much you would pay them that would be profitable for the NCAA. Right. And I know um, football brings in a lot of like money for universities. That's why a lot of money goes back to the programs. I think there's a lot of universities that if that was happening, you'd have – Probably a lot of colleges are shutting down their sports programs if they you know they'd have to pay people. Because if Glenville State College had to pay people, Glenville State College would not have sports. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty simple. Yeah. They if if they did have to pay people, they'd get people who would want to play their sports. They'd probably put me on their team as like a. I'd be one of their like starting quarterback if they had to pay people. That's all <laughs> who they could get to play football. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what would happen. Yeah, I mean, college has already taken a big enough hit, yeah. just letting them. Or the colleges hit. with the most money, uh, the bigger programs, would get all the good players if you could pay them. You could certainly argue that big schools like Clemson and Alabama, LSU, should yeah, be. Yeah, the big schools. Maybe big they programs. should be paying their athletes. Maybe. Because, I mean, they, they millions of dollars on yeah. all those games being coming in from ESPN, advertising, you know what I mean? Maybe giving them, like... They were in each state, so the minimum wage, give them a specific amount of money. Yeah. But they're just putting in so much time outside of their studying. A lot of them fall behind. Yeah. Don't do as well. Athletes get a pretty bad rep for <laughs> not doing well in school. Maybe like 30,000. I don't know. Is that a good number? Is that too much? I don't know. That's all... You have to look into the statistics. I'm again, I'm not... stats. This is one of those things I'm not saying I have the answer, but maybe someone should sit down and look at it because... Yeah. Because we, we don't got the answers for you. You have to find that yourself. Do your own research. Yeah, I mean, LSU had had a good year with the draft. You know, a lot of, uh, NFL took on a lot of their players. Joe Burrows, he went to the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's probably going to do something to break his contract because I know he does not want to play for them. Probably the Bengals suck. But <laughs> there's no way. Also, Andy Dalton signed with the Cowboys. Good quarterback there. You know, Andy Dalton, Bengals, quarterback, yeah. left, where well, he got released. No. Yeah. I, I love sports, and I, I got really into it. This, you see Tom Brady went year. to the Bucks. Yeah. I don't know about that, man. I think he'll do good because they got receivers that are elite. Mm-hmm. They got tight ends, like, for days. They got Gronk. They got O.J. Howard, Cameron Bratt. Got Mike Evans. Gronk has go through Scott a little went. bit of a transformation. He's <laughs> going to have to do a lot of work to put on that weight. <laughs> Probably. He, he uh... He's got to start uh, putting down some of the beer and some of the other stuff he's probably sorting. I don't know about sorting and smoking. I'm pretty sure he's. Been. He's also the WWE 24-7 champion, <laughs> and he isn't... Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> he's got a, or a WWE belt. Yeah. And, and the way the 24-7 championship works, do you know how it works? Mm-hmm. Is that you can be pinned at any time. So they're saying that he could go down in the end zone and get a touchdown, and someone could pin him and steal the championship from him. Anytime. Outside even outside the W? Yeah, outside they could they could break it to your home and pin you. <laughs> if they wanted to. And they film it? I think so. It's hilarious. It's in their contract probably that they can do that. I think so, yeah. They can just do it whenever they want. Or if we could just break into the Gronk's house and pin him <laughs> Probably not we're not celebrities. They'd arrest us. Oh yeah, we'd be shot. Well, yeah. he he definitely has a security detail. He'd beat the crap out of us. Probably, yeah. He's yeah. a big guy. He's like six six, six, seven. Yeah, um, I'm pretty I sure know. Tom Brady. I, I haven't followed this too much, but I'm pretty sure Tom Brady left because he wants to prove he can do it himself. Yeah, I think he got kind of fed up a Bill Belichick. He probably he wants to prove to the whole world that he doesn't need Bill Belichick to win games. Yeah. You know what I mean? To win, rings. I think the wins add a lot of audio to this. Yeah, we we'll probably have to throw this all this audio away. That's one of the cons of recording outside as the wind does sometimes get the best. Directly in the wind. We are actually in a wind tunnel right now. It's <laughs> <is probably> not, <laughs> not the best place to record. Feels good though. God damn, it feels good. It does feel good out here. Uh, what's the next topic we want to talk about? Coke versus Pepsi, we said that earlier. Yeah, Coke versus Pepsi. Uh, personally, I think Coke leaves a better taste in your mouth afterwards. Uh, Pepsi kind of leaves a slime taste. Although Pepsi still has its benefits, um... I have to say Coke. What do you say? Probably probably Coke. This is honestly the first pop I've had in a while. I don't really consume, um... Soda unless... Mountain Dew is a Pepsi company, but I think Mountain Dew it leaves a nice... Almost like a fruity taste in your mouth. Well, it's um, It's like lemon-lime or something? It's 185% of your daily value for... <laughs> <laughs> for carbohydrates. So... Um... <laughs> so yep one bottle of this 185% of your daily which well it's it's the, for added sugars so how much of the so how much of like processed grand. sugar how much sugar is 92 grams is that a lot yeah <laughs> like that's, maybe, that's like a cup of sugar <laughs> that's a lot of sugar like this yeah. this, this yeah. bottle alone probably has a cup of sugar in this is concentrated orange juice in this Gum, was, was a little bit of an Arabic. There's a little bit of an orange flavor in it. Arab. What would be, what's gum, Arabic? Ethropic acids. Preserves freshness, calcium. Yeah, the only time I calcium drink soda really is added. to have a mixer from a whiskey. What is yellow five? <laughs> it's a coloring. It's the fifth yellow. Yeah, there's like a spectrum. A spectrum of yellow. Carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, that's the good stuff. Oh, high fructose corn syrup. Mm -hmm. It's that thick slime. Makes your arteries feel real nice. Mm -hmm. Nice and enlarged. Real enlarged. Do You think you'll ever uh, move away from Glenville? Uh, Possibly. If the housing market falls through and I can get a house for cheap. (laughs) Well, hell, you you can get a house for pretty cheap. In West Virginia, anywhere. I think that's how it works, right? The house market falls through, prices plummet. Yes. Yeah. It might happen soon with the, the whole coronavirus thing. I don't know, man. There's something, something's got to change pretty soon. Nobody has a job. Yeah. I mean, most of the countries. When the government's giving people money. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not going to last. You can't do that forever. I wonder how they could just keep printing money, and it, it just keeps coming. Well, I mean, that's how you end up with countries that have literally thousands of dollars of their money is worth one dollar of our money. Well, our money is, like, still worth really, really well, and we just keep printing that shit out. Well, I think the way it works is that we're reappropriating money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we're, like, so much creating more money as if we're just... We're keeping the economy afloat, too, so maybe that's kind of like the... And we're also, as a government, taking out a lot of debt, too. So... Not necessarily. Ain't like we're gonna get rid of the debt anytime soon. I don't think that really matters. Yeah, debt. I think we still owe China money if we went to war with them? Is it talk. possible? Can we just like say our debt's gone and just forget about it? We have to. Is, is that, that possible? That would completely. It would. It would either do one of two things. I think it would. One, make our money worthless because our credit would go to crap as a country. Who's the credit people though? Like, who do we owe all this money to? The World Bank. Well, we just say fuck the World Bank. Is oh no. It, it's the United States Bank now. I don't I don't know I just made that up. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> world Bank. How does this stuff well, we have no clue how the, the world iron works? The Iron Bank. You know? I'm I'm literally went to college for like political stuff in history. I don't even know how our world money works. I'm pretty sure there is a World Bank somewhere. it has like, gotta be. Yeah. Like, gotta do be. all the countries put all their money in one spot? Well we definitely you I think we've borrowed money from China. Yeah. Haven't we? Can we just say a few to China and I don't know I'm definitely going to look this up after this because yeah. I'm very curious now I want to know what if they're just lying to us and there's no such thing as a debt I thought we were like 22 trillion dollars in debt I think we are probably more now I think it's growing every day I don't understand how we haven't defaulted on that I feel like after a certain amount of time you have, and to, after you have to accept that money, you're never going to pay that much money back. Like, that's a lot of money. You're never going to pay that well, our, much if money. if you think about it, our country brings in more than $22 trillion, like, $22 trillion probably per, like, some of our industries, if you think about What's it. What's our GDP? Our gross domestic product? I have no clue. I'm pretty sure it's, like, a, tr- a couple trillion dollars. Yeah, we make, like, I know, like, the country itself makes a lot of money, like, per year. And then if you look at industries, like, Amazon makes, like, a couple trillion dollars a year. Because I know the Department of Defense budget is around I'm five, pretty sure Amazon 500 makes billion. Trillions. Yeah. It's 500 billion. Probably a lot of trillions. I don't know if Amazon makes trillions. I th- they're worth a couple trillion. I don't know if they make it trillion. Do you think they're worth that much? I think so. I thought it was in the billions. I didn't think it was trillions. I don't know. Just thinking of numbers here. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. Well, I'm pretty sure if we add up all the industries in the United States that we produce, like, our country... Mm-hmm. It's probably a couple trillion dollars. I need like a little intern that can help me. Someone go. who can fact check us. Yeah, they can fact check live. You know, live fact check while we're sitting here. Oh, we need Jacob here. He can just fact check us. That would be perfect. Yeah, Jacob, if you're watching this, you can join us and fact check us. Please come to the show. We're probably wrong on everything. I think most of what we said is wrong. Yeah. We'll definitely, definitely go through and fact check us. Yeah. So it's it's very probably important. we're probably just making shit up here. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's switch to another topic. I think, Because I think we've roasted that one a little. Yeah. I think we definitely talked about a lot more than Coke and Pepsi right there. Yeah. We were talking about Spartacus earlier. Yeah, let's talk about ancient Rome. So, <laughs> in the beginning of Rome, there was like a Romulus and Remus. Supposedly. Okay, now that, that's, that's a, isn't that mythology? Or is that mythology? I, I, I think it's mythology. I don't know. Rome was just started by a bunch of poor people coming together. To people came mix. together in Italy. Mm. And... Yeah, this little place called Rome I believe and they they decided to make an empire we should really talk about let's just, we'll talk about something we know there was a kingdom first and then they transitioned to an empire once Caesar came in and then they transitioned to no they were a kingdom a republic then an empire. The Republic was with the Senate and then the Empire came in and I believe the Senate was still there in some capacity and then they killed Caesar and then for some reason. They killed him because he was an emperor, and then they just kept the emperor. It makes no, It makes no sense logically. Why would you kill Caesar, if you didn't want to get rid of the, the empire? Because they wanted power. Well, then they all wanted to die in their cell. They do. Yeah. That's the irony of it. It was like 22 senators or something that yeah. they conspired. And, and then the friends of Caesar ended up hunting them down and chopped their heads off. Oh yeah, they got murdered. Yeah, because people were loyal to Caesar. Julius Caesar something. Well, he had a whole army backing him. He marched the army into Rome, which was illegal at the time. Kind of like the United States today, where you're not allowed to operate military inside the United States as well. even though yeah. it's been done before. I'm, I'm extremely surprised that when the Russian military annexed Ukraine, that we didn't do anything. Yeah, I was I was very surprised that we didn't we, send like military. Because they literally just marched into Eastern Europe, an Eastern European country who's allies with us. Who has WMDs, yeah. Weapons of Mass Destruction, I believe, in Ukraine. Yeah. if I might be just making this stuff up as well. It might be something I've seen in a movie. But I'm pretty sure they have some type of weapons there. Evi- anti-air missiles or something. That's but, definitely something else we should fact check. Something, Yeah, definitely. Well, I just... There's just so much... And we kind of just left them yeah. to their own. And yeah. the Russians, like... And a lot of people say, well, it wasn't the Russians. It was like a rogue military group. But Russians claimed it. You can't... Say it was a. They were funded. I'm pretty sure they were funded. Yeah. It was a it was a private military funded by the Russians. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And they went and annexed part. It was a portion of the Ukraine. It was. I think it's a region that starts with a K. Something. I don't know. know. It's an area that's near the sea. That that spot. Caspian Sea. I'm just very surprised that we didn't go in there. We need like a map to look at this stuff. Like a large map. We need like something that like Tony Stark had, where he has like this whole big thing. And he's able can to visualize it move around. But it was a sea near this region of Ukraine, that, and they took the region so they could have access to the sea better. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. We should have done something, though. We're letting the Russians get by with too much stuff. I don't really think they're a threat, but people are worried about them. And they're really. They're really people don't understand how much money the United States spends on military. In our military presence in the yeah, world. If you look at the Russians and we look at the Chinese, Like everyone thinks they're so high tech and they'll annihilate us because they say the Chinese got like a billion people and they'll just run right through us. Like, their military technology, their self, even the Russians, they're using technology from like Cold War era still for the Russians. They have some high tech stuff, it's just they don't have the capital to manufacture it at the rate we do. Like All of our military equipment is high quality, yeah. relatively. Compared to them, and just the level of training that the United States yeah. military has is just unmatched. And we're not any, saying the that they don't train. It's just I don't think yeah. they train as well as. Yeah. I mean, there are certainly military. other countries out there with their own special operations. Yeah. So they're on, certainly on a high level, but if you compare just our basic army infantry or Marine Corps infantry to anything they have, it's it's yeah. not even And if close. you look at our Navy itself, we have like what was like thirteen aircraft carriers, or we have like a lot of aircraft carriers. That was twenty-two. We have a lot. It's a big number. And like the next one down has like three. Yeah. And it's like China or like Russia or something. We would screw them over. Like aircraft carriers, I don't know what people know, they're immensely powerful. Because they can instantly launch off multiple aircrafts into a foreign territory within minutes. Yeah. And we can take out multiple aircraft carriers, multiple weapon sites and everything. You can annihilate people. You think if Superman was real, he would just take over the whole world with his super strength? If Superman was real, and you think if he was like a, the American Superman, like in the comics, like yes. he was pro America, I think he would probably annihilate the terrorists for us. You remember in like Batman vs Superman, he goes to save Lois Lane and he throws that terrorist to a wall. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he killed that guy. Oh, definitely. He took him right through like a, a freaking concrete wall. Yeah. If you hit and, your head on concrete that hard, goddamn, what the hell. There was a bug on me just now. But, yeah, I think if Superman was right, he'd probably go around and take (coughs) out terrorists. I think so, too. And then the Senate would get mad, like they didn't move in when a hearing. I think, do you think the Senate would get mad if Superman was real? If he took out some terrorists and they didn't give the authority? Probably not. I think we would be at his, like, whim. I think Donald Trump would be best friends with him, really. Definitely, yeah. I think he would probably love him. I think those two would get along well. Most likely. Uh, although, Donald Trump could also turn into this world's Lex Luthor. <laughs> no. You think he would? No, I don't think... Because Lex Luthor was. Lex Luthor was kind of crazy. Donald Trump's... Uh, I think he's a little bit more pro-American. I think well, well, Lex Luthor also wanted to like kill Superman yeah. with kryptonite. You think Donald Trump would want to kill Superman with kryptonite? No. I think he would try to make money off Superman. He's, He'd he's a businessman. man so. he had brand him Yeah he was a, he was a business He would like yeah. He would like bring him in And try yeah. and Have him have dinners At the White House and stuff Yeah It'd be a good thing Who would be our world's Lex Luthor Would be Elon Musk Could be Lex Luthor Might be Elon Musk I think he's a little crazy Nah Elon Musk has the other shit To worry about I don't know If there's a Superman around He might because it would ruin his whole SpaceX thing, because now we don't need to travel the space anymore, because we just have Superman who can toss a satellite into space. He'd get mad because that whole organization would be ruined. Yeah, but you know how busy Superman would have to be to kill terrorists, also launch satellites in the air? Well, he does that in the comics. Like, literally, Superman is busy. Like, he's nonstop. He don't, I don't think he has to sleep. I just. Something that you and I used to disagree on heavily. Is that Batman could beat Superman? Yeah, Batman could beat Superman. And I love Batman, dude. I, he's literally one of my favorite superheroes because I, I think it's far more interesting yeah. to study martial arts and like develop, he literally d- knows develop, te- develop technology, and like actually be a human being that has to master all these things yeah. and then become become extraordinary because of those things, yeah. as opposed to just being born awesome yeah. and being an alien. Like, I think Batman, he can beat Superman. I just don't think if it would happen, I don't think Batman would... Like, if it was a mutual fight where Superman wasn't, like, evil or something, and I think Batman kind of would let him win, in a way, where he wouldn't kind of focus on it too well. I mean, I guess if he could get a hold of Kryptonite, he probably would be able to he, outsmart him. Definitely, yeah. If he had Kryptonite, he would just like, kind of yeah. beat the crap out of him. Yeah. <laughs> like in Batman vs. Superman whenever he was like swinging him around like a yo-yo I I like that movie but I I just hate how they film fight scenes now like in 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 the 80s and 90s they would film fight scenes as one continuous yeah, shot they wouldn't jump around camera angles all over the place yeah I don't know who the hell is in charge of choreographing those things and yeah. running the cameras. Like, 1917, but, what was so good about that, it was one, it like, at least it looked like one fluid thing. But it was all different things pieced together, but it would still look like one. Like, if you go watch a Bruce Lee movie yeah. or a Jackie Chan movie, like, someone who really understands, like, actual, goddamn, fucking, it's like fighting. You're, their scenes are put together very well. And the action is just better done, I think. Or even, like, what's it like Lord of the Rings yeah like the, the camera angles for that are awesome when you're watching them sword fight and stuff and then you, you watch all these action movies now yeah and they jump around so much you can't even and see I, what's going on I think on. that's more of a superhero thing when it comes to superhero movies if you look at all like I'm not saying all of them because a lot of movies like they each have their style but definitely the Marvel movies they like jumping around I hate that yeah they probably do it also to hide the special effects they're putting in probably because they they film the whole thing in front of a green screen. Yeah, uh, I don't want to say like I'm a DC fanboy, but some of the earlier D C movies like the, well, you are. the Christopher Nolan trilogy, that was more of like a filmmaker's thing. It, like there wasn't much jumping around in that. That was pretty good. Yeah. Because yeah. there's not very really many scenes where he's actually fighting people, to be honest. Like there's scenes where he fights people but there are more fluid scenes and he usually gets rid of them pretty fast. Why does the Batman use guns? I don't understand that because he uses he, his grapple guns. He just doesn't shoot people. with He would guns. literally get so much more done if he used guns. <laughs> I think he doesn't use guns just because that's what his parents got killed with, and so there's versions where he uses guns and he just totally wipes people out. Goes, he goes all drawn with arm. with all his money and prowess and skill. And Batman vs Superman, he literally just mowed people down with machine guns. That was hilarious. Yeah. He literally just blew people up. Yeah. I'm easily really amused, also, though. So yeah things that probably shouldn't make me laugh. Yeah. I have a weird I love the John Wick movies. John Wick is so good. You ever seen like the third movie when he he puts like a knife in someone's eye? They have a third John Wick? Yeah, third John Wick. I don't think I've seen that one. You need to watch it. I've seen John Wick 1 and 2. John Wick 3 is epic. The fight scenes in that one, I think each movie progresses and this one's so well done. And you ever seen Iron Chef? (laughs) You know the, the crazy Asian guy that does all the like uh He does all this, like, that's Chef or something, at the very beginning of it, and then he does all the narration throughout. Yeah. That guy's in the movie as, like, a villain. Really? And he does a really good job. That's hilarious. But John McTree's... I want to check this movie out. I need to see this movie. Yeah. It's a good, great movie. (laughs) They have a guy from Iron Chef as a bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. In a serious action movie. Yes. And he does a good job. Phenomenal. Really good. Okay, so you enjoy video games, alright? A lot, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, I a lot. Yeah. Okay. I I love video games, but I haven't really played them very much in the past five years. I've maybe, like, a handful of times. i played them a lot in the last five years. I haven't Thousands owned of an hours. Xbox or a PS4. I own an Xbox and a PS4. And a PC. So, so, for me, I enjoy doing things with other people, and it's a lot harder for me to feel like I'm interacting with someone else if I'm doing it through a video game you know so like i, I did play skyrim in high school and like i love that game i enjoy playing dungeons and dragons but first i think if me. i had internet i probably put a major- all my games online okay because i like playing video games and playing video games with other people it's it's changed another level because you're not playing at some dumb bot or dumb ai that doesn't know what they're doing mm-hmm. like you shoot at them one minute the next minute they're like huh what's that like from skyrim <laughs> yeah and like I'm gonna go back to what I was doing. they like, go back to sleep or something. Like, See, you, isn't that dumb? Yeah. Or you sneak into the house and you're crouched, and so they don't know where you're at, and you're like right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Like what? Have, you ever seen that Jin kid or like he does YouTube videos where he acts like Skyrim people? Yeah, I've he seen does that. a phenomenal job. And, where they're walking on the walls. Yeah. And, you know. Okay. So, so why? I guess I just would enjoy video games more if it was yeah. like, I mean, if it was a form of hanging out with somebody yeah you know like I mean I used to play Gears of War also growing up and like that was that was fun but I felt like I was hanging out with my friends when I would play that game. I think one of the key experiences that I had that really changed my mind with online gaming is Call of Duty mobile uh, the first time I played that game I played at like duos for uh, I think it's blackout that's the big battle royale that mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. and I was playing with like some random team I didn't even know who they are and this one dude told me to turn on my mic, and we spent like the next 30 minutes mowing people down because we talked to each other and we created a strategy to take them out. And the first game I ever played at Blackout, I got first place with this dude. That changed my mind on online gaming. Okay. Because you get to play stuff out, you can talk to people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're talking about like if you're playing a single player game with AI bots, trying to tell them what to do half the time, it's infuriating because the mm-hmm. game doesn't always do what you tell them to do. Mm-hmm. when you have an actual person, yeah. you can get an actual plan, and it works all flawlessly. Okay. As long as you have someone who's competent and knows what they're doing. Right. So, I mean, I just, I don't understand, because, I mean, the video games I grew up playing, you were all in the same room, like GameCube games. Yeah. Like, you had to, for multiplayer and, meant you were all four controllers were plugged into the same yeah, thing. And a lot so, of the games nowadays, I hate that they don't have that skill. So, so, I guess what I'm asking, in a sense, is like, wh- why do you think the video game industry has moved away from, Local co-op and yeah, online. local co-op, or even just online games that are more, and more cooperative, like Fortnite, Fortnite, like all online-only games where you can't play anything offline, no story base. It's just all everybody has to well, play like, yeah, online. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that, but it's not even the. the I, I mean, the online is great, but it's it's the fact that you're not even really doing something together. Yeah, you know, like I would like. Yeah, there's no objective in Fortnite. There's only kill win. That's that's really solo and solo, right? You can do solo, or you can do teams, duos. You can do different versions of it. There's even like I believe like a zombie mode every now and then. But there's only one objective. It's to win. There's not really any other objective. And people probably get mad at us. Say I'm a big Fortnite fan. I fucking hate you all. You ruined my life. They'll be 11 years old, so I'm not worried about their opinion right now. Yeah, but because we, whenever we play games, we play games that were legends like Skyrim. The That's a legendary game. I mean, that's that's game is still probably unmatched. Yeah, and it's been ten years. And if you look at the games in the past, games that came out were, when they came out, they were higher quality. They Mm -hmm. had less bugs because they were tested. Now games these days, they have more bugs. And people explain that they they give an excuse. Well, there's more bugs because the, the system's better. Or they're using a better game engine. Mm -hmm. If they're using a better game engine, it would not have so many fucking bugs. Like Assassin's Creed, and whenever people's faces are popping in and out. That seems like a bug you would fix day one. Yeah. If you can't see the main character's face in a story-driven game. (laughs) But all these companies like Ubisoft, Mm -hmm. EA, they're focusing on microtransactions. So you pay $60 for the game, then you spend $60 each month for the game just to keep playing it to stay competitive. Yeah, it's all online. I guess guess I'm forgetting that this is a business. It's a business. Video games are a business, and. (sighs) And then. because back in the old days, there used to be really a very few number of game companies and they produced one line of game. Like Activision used to produce Call of Duty, EA produced Battlefield, and then they produced EA Sports, which produced their sports games. And that was the only thing that happened. Now there's so much competition, they're each trying to put one up on each other. And Is then, there, though? Is there really competition? Because I feel like those companies are still running They're, the still, they're run, still running the show. They're still running there's the really show. There's really not a whole lot of... Like if you want to play a sports game, you have to play. But what I'm saying is, like the the games that are getting those reckon recognitions or that is being the best games, the game of the years are usually the indie games that are coming out, mm-hmm. the small known games. Like I think the last game of the year was I think Disco Elysium, which was I'm pretty sure it's an indie game where it's story based offline mm-hmm. and you just progress a bit like Skyrim style, but it's yeah. like top down view and it's a detective mystery and. That game, it's cheaper priced, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it sells really good. Anyone's game yeah. of the year, and wins recognitions. Dude, I would jump right back into Skyrim probably tomorrow if they unleash some way for there to be no AI. Like, virtually no AI, and everyone that you meet is, like, an actual person. They have Elder Scrolls online, but it's kind of like what you're saying. It's just... It's full of microtransactions. Like, if you want to be competitive against... Someone and it's an, and it's an all, it's a subscription based game. Well, they, they c- got rid of the subscription. You, but you still have you, to pay. C- you can years. keep the subscription. <coughs> allergies. So it's a one time payment now. I think it's a one time payment, and the subscription just gives you an advantage. See, that's stupid. I don't want that. Yeah, that's why all these little micro transactions come in. Like you give them sixty dollars for the yeah. game. And then they want sixty dollars again each month to stay competitive. Yeah, no, no way, man! And then you're gonna have these like rich little fat kids who are staying at home all day, and their daddy's giving them like a million dollars a month. Who are mm-hmm. like, like, getting all these microtransactions, buying them like a thousand dollars each month just to be competitive. Yeah. And kill everyone because they're like power fantasy. Like when I was in elementary school, I did Boy Scouts and stuff, and I just don't know if kids are doing that anymore. You know, they're playing Fortnite. They're playing Fortnite, dude. That's and Call of Duty, and they're, they're getting robbed. They're getting robbed. Yeah, I had a student who, uh, I'm not going to say the name, but it was when I was student teaching mm-hmm. in another county. Yeah, be as, be as, be as undescriptive, undescriptive as possible. Undescriptive. Yeah. But he told me he spent $600 on Fortnite in one month. Are you serious? 6 I'm serious, $600. Oh, my God. Could you imagine spending $600 on anything? Well, would you spend $600 on Fortnite. Is there, I didn't <laughs> even know there was that much to spend money on in Fortnite. I spent $600 on my rent, rent and food. <laughs> I ain't spending that much on Fortnite, though. Yeah, At most, i probably spend like $30 on a mobile game. If I really like the mobile game, mm-hmm. like I played a mobile game for like maybe 100 hours before I even spent $30 on it. I was playing a Walking Dead mobile game, which is really, it's not an online competitive game. It's just a game where you just randomly yeah play. That's like an XCOM tactical based. Mm-hmm. I spent like maybe $25, $30 on it because mm-hmm. I liked the game. Yeah. So okay. I think that's understandable, but not $600 no. for a game with no objective. So it, was he just buying like a bunch of different like I think he's buying cosmetics and stuff cosmetics <laughs> he was buying things that make his character look cool I think that's all you can buy can you buy any uh, like actual advantages in the game mm-hmm. cause you have to loot everything once you get in the game you have like an axe and you have to loot stuff yeah I started playing it once cause I had students that wanted me to check it out and I could not get into it really I got into Call of Duty cause, cause I feel like it's a little bit better mhm but I still could not get into it that well. No. I like online gaming as a whole but it'd have to be the right online game. Sure. Like yeah. I would try Elder Scrolls Online if I knew it was a good consistent game. Not if mm-hmm. it was crap. Yeah. Well, I think the sun setting over our heads is a good indicator that how we How long have we went? 38 minutes. going to end here. I think it's a Good let's, discussion once let's again. Let's do one more topic just to wrap this out so we can see if good. 50 minutes or something like that. I don't know. We'll we'll, you do you want to push it? One, yeah, push it. We're going to push. Push. One more topic, Wesley. Okay. Uh, Throw it out there. One more topic. Uh, let's talk about podcasting since we're doing podcasting right now. In general. That wind is picking up too. By God. Alright, we'll talk about podcasting. <sighs> I don't get to see that much. This is the first time I've seen you in months. Yeah. So when did you start your podcast? I started my podcast over a year ago, I believe, and I have really haven't done much on it since other than I I created my logo by going to a premium website where they cost like $100 to buy the logo. Uh, and instead of buying it, I screenshotted it and then used my editing skills to turn it into a fancy-looking thing. If there's any trademark lawyers out there, hit me up because I'm still trying to figure out um, – I, I need to – form an LLC and then tie in the trademark to that company you know what I mean because I don't want to tie the trademarks to me myself I want I want to form a company and then tie everything into it the less like I personally own the better I think we can probably go together and form a company and just tie our
1: assets yeah. to the, the T- same tie thing i assets I need
0: to get a new logo though because they'd probably sue me mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely I could I, I create mine I have artistic skills yeah just download one of those uh art design apps on what do you what do you think is like top three advice you'd give to someone trying to start a podcast um since you have a little experience now just uh if you want to do like mine, daily this nonsense just start your podcast think of a name like that whatever comes to the top of your head go to anchor sign up for an account yes sign up for anchor anchor is one of my sponsors so go ahead and Anchor sponsors both of us. Yes. I have one <laughs> ad, and I've made like three cents. If I put an ad on every single one of my videos, I probably would have made like $10 by now. But I didn't want to put an ad on every single one. I probably could go back and put an ad on them. Yeah, you can add. Yeah. Anchor's pretty awesome. That's what the next 20 minutes of this um, podcast is going to be. Yeah. It's a pretty nice advertisement for Anchor. But uh, definitely create a name like that. Just snap. You got a name. Yep. Put an Anchor sign up for an account. Uh, and... Record. That's how easy it is. Then you can publish from there. You can add in details, tags, and everything, and and then it automatically sends it out to all these nice podcasting websites for you for free. So, advice one: just go for it. What's just the, go for it. So, what's advice two? Advice two: uh, forget about everything you know about podcasting and just come up with it on the spot. It's the best thing you can do if you're starting off. There's no reason to put hours and hours and hours of prep time into it because you're not going to be as good as the best podcasters out there right off the bat. The nah. best thing you can do is just content put out just as much as you can. Do it. And the best thing that about amateur podcasters is that you give a unique spin on it. If you just ramble on and be yourself. Cuz there's too many people out there that has stuff that's pre-recorded, pre-written, pre-made and they're they're phony basically. Well yeah, I think I think they're trying to run it more like a news show. Yeah. And that works if you have I mean, like, really, there's so many, like, really like what is it? Good true if you're true crime news. Shows. Like, if you're keeping it, like, tight, if you have it scripted, I mean, sure, you have your papers in front of you and stuff. And that works for some formats. But advice, too, is definitely just do it. Go with your heart. So the first one was just do it. <laughs> and the second one's just do it. Just do it. The <laughs> third one, I'll take it from here, Wesley. <laughs> um You don't need to go out there and spend a lot of money. I think um, it helps, you know, if you want a really nice camera and really nice microphone. You can literally just start on your phone. Then. Anchor, you can start on your phone. record Download straight. the app. You can use all kinds of free apps on your phone, also on a laptop. You don't need to invest any money into it. Literally just start with what you have. Use a, a laptop webcam, and you can use um, software like open broadcast software. That's what I use for as a switcher. Um, you can also just record straight to free apps that like uh, Audacity. Audacity is a great free app. There's a million video editing and audio editing software out there, so I mean, it may seem like Adobe has this like uh, monopoly on the software industry for creators, you know. Because I mean, they kind of do. Besides, if you unless you're using Apple products, even Apple products use Adobe. You can also use Voice Memo like we're doing right now. And see this camera. this uh, microphone right here. This thing is cheap. I think I got it for either it was either fifteen or thirty dollars is one of the two. Five been fifteen. Yeah. Technology is becoming so cheap now that you really don't need to spend a lot to And get it's pretty a good and, good, to and it plugs a right into my phone. Mm-hmm. Easily. I mean, in the nineteen thirties, you had to be damn near I mean, a multi millionaire to have any hopes of being involved with radio or television or video film. Right. Obviously television came it was a big thing in the 50s, and the 50s. By the end of the 50s, one of the statistics I, I know, off the top of my head, is that every American household had at least one television. Like om- almost every, virtually every American household had a television in it. And even then, it was impossible. Now, with the internet, you don't need you don't need anyone's permission. You don't need to worry about anyone's judgment. The only thing stopping you from going out there and creating a podcast or creating a YouTube channel. And literally putting your stuff out there is you, is yourself. Or, you know, if you're, I don't know, maybe, maybe you're in some sort of weird situation with someone where they control your life, then maybe them too. You should probably get out of that situation if you're there. I think some people get hung up on the content. They, they think that they have to have this really narrow lane that they have to stay in. Like, oh, this is going to be a sports podcast or a YouTube channel. Just and I can do whatever only, you want. And I can only talk about that. No. My YouTube channel is full of different crap. I paint on there. I cook on there. I talk about whatever. Me too. I talk about politics. I talk about video games. I talk about comic books. I talk about TV. You're, you're a human being. You're an artist. You, the minute you're born, you are a creative, imaginative, curious being. And I think somewhere between birth and Your 20s, you lose that. Some people do. And you shouldn't. Because that's why we're here. We're just here to... We're here to make more of us. I feel like I'm staring into their souls. Well, we kind of are right now. You know what I mean? I'm looking at your soul right now. (laughs) But, I mean, you can always start with what you know. Everybody's good at something or knows a lot of... You spend your time doing something, so you can start by talking about that. Like if you are an accountant You can talk about accounting That might sound boring to you But there's an audience the out there But people for that. might think An accounting podcast is cool There is an And audience. you might be the only Accounting podcast out there So That gives you a nice little Nice N- little there's, People there's, it gives you time. a niche audience There's people Niche Niche A niche audience There's N-I-C-H-E. people out there N-I-C-H-E Niche Nike. Niche N-I-C-H-E Niche 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 I think it's French Niche Like fragile Fragile. Fragile. yeah, it's um, it's a good time, and you should definitely do it. Just do it. You just want to talk now, just to have it longer. Probably no one's even watched this far, so is "Just Do It" Nike's thing or is it Shallow Buffs? I think it's of Buffs. <laughs> <laughs> you think they sued him? I think that's Nike's thing too, isn't it? "Just Do It" or is yeah, it? Yeah, it's "Just Do It." Yeah, and that's Shadow Buffs too. How long did we go? We got forty-six. We need fourteen more minutes of content. Jesus Christ, was was it forty-six? Yeah, forty-six. Oh, we need to go for an hour because I want two back-to-back hour ones because that that really extends my my podcast hours. No so one's gonna work. listen this far anyway, so I might as well just sit here and look at each other for fourteen minutes. We look at the camera for fourteen minutes. We can also talk about the weather today because it's beautiful. <laughs> What's your favorite movie you've ever seen? Oh. Favorite movie ever? I love this. Nobody has. Nobody's going to watch this far, so we might as well just talk. It's the funny. Dark Knight. I don't know why that movie's always... It's felt time that movie stuck with me. Christopher Nolan, his directing ability in that movie, because that's the first movie I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. They really got me into filmmaking, and they really got me into the subject matter yeah. of how characters react to each other and how they relate. Because Batman Begins was a good Batman movie, but it sucks compared to the higher quality of The Dark Knight. And that's the movie I think that Christopher Nolan really understood that He's a good filmmaker Because after that He did Inception He did Interstellar He did uh, Dunkirk And he's doing Tenet too With uh, Denzel Washington's son And Robert Pattinson And Tenet looks looks like It's going to be amazing Yeah I think one of my favorite movies At least it used to be Was Drive With Ryan Gosling in it That's a good movie too I don't know why. I'm just so drawn like to movies like that with that, a, lot of, a lot of violence, but also yeah. it's the violence is used as symbolism for something yeah. for something else. It's not necessarily just there to be sexy. You know. I think I mean? out of all the movies that I've watched that have like violence like that and the style of the movie, that reminds me a lot of how video games take on the like Hotline Miami. Yeah, Hotline Miami. Yeah, isn't that the? the yeah, that that reminds me of that so well. And the way uh, it's amazing. It's done the way it's filmed, and the action scenes. It's just well done. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful yeah. movie. And, um... Damn, dude. I just... I love movies. I just... Sometimes... I'm, I'm torn between... You know, like... How I like to be entertained. Because book, books are valuable, right? But I just don't enjoy reading that much. I like... I read... I like read comic books. I mean, because I don't want to seem stupid. But I read comic books largely for the pictures. Yeah. But, but, I mean... A lot of people think they're pictures and think they're childish, but the comic book, the artwork in it is artwork, and it's like artists, the actual people out there who are considered artists do the drawings for this. It's not easy. It's, it's not it's easy, and not. they do it on multiple pages, little scenes, and they have to do a whole bunch of different pictures. Like, if you're thinking about one comic book, there's probably thousands and thousands of pictures that are hand-drawn and made by one person...
1: Put to this comic book and then there's the
0: writers for it and they have to collaborate together just to make one specific comic book so fluid it's a massive operation it's a massive operation and it's just I think comic books are so well done Mm -hmm. and there's some books that do that too like with little artworks like if you've seen the Hobbit they got these little pictures throughout I think that's really well done how they do it well I mean I do enjoy reading but only when the book is good when the books yeah like really good I find out there's a lot of books out there that are really mediocre Right, I, I mean, so I, mean, I won't like a lot of people it. think they're artists and they go out and they write thousand-page books. Like, I know, or, or they think they're writers, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think I could ever do that. I mean, I've read a lot of Stephen King yeah. books. I've read The Godfather. I mean, I've read this book called Forever. Do you think you of, could ever write a thousand-page book? Yeah, I, especially now that I'm done with college and I'm, the, I'm so excited to to have more time, because it's like I'm so looking forward to. Being able to just do something for to make money, yeah, and then put all the rest of my creative energy into something. Because I'll tell you, I wrote my story, of The King, which was only like forty pages long, and that took me a long time to get planned out. It Took me probably like three months. Three months for forty pages—that's still a good amount. Well, well, I didn't authors, work yeah. on it continuously because I was taking—I was in yeah. college still. Yeah. And personally, I think that was really draining to come up with a story and there was so much into it, so much subject matter and so much symbolism and everything that i put into the story and that was mm-hmm. kind of hard i felt like i could have extended it mm-hmm. and i started working on a sequel in a way to it, like a spiritual sequel mm-hmm. uh, but i feel like writing it, it takes so much out of me that i think i'm be better as like a story writer and not as a script writer like writing word for word what's happening in the story yeah boy like, i because i hate that like in so many books they do it so well Like it's Stephen King's or Tom Clancy's, like some of the big authors like that, Mm -hmm. they put out so many books, and I don't even know if they're the ones writing it. (laughs) They probably don't write it anymore. I mean, to be honest, they're able to get all these little details. Yeah, they're able to describe things down to like the each little inches of it. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things that Stephen King's good at is like drawing out the tension. He like he makes it he makes you sit there with the tension. He makes you like you're like oh, man, or, or he'll, he'll, like, pace it, so there's, yeah. like, lulls, so where you're just kind of, like, he almost puts you to sleep with how much detail there yeah. is. In my book, it's 40 pages long. I could have made it 1,000 pages. It's just I got to the point. I didn't play around any. Right. With each scene, it was direct, got to the point, told what was happening, Yeah. and then it went on to the next part. But books are definitely a piece of art that have their own pacing, their own story to tell I mean the- so I don't think I would ever write a 1000 page book I think I could write a 1000 page book of short stories Yeah I'm not I'm not going to dedicate my whole life to a 1000 page book and it would be crap I'd rather dedic- dedicate my writing to a 1000 page book with multiple short stories and then mm-hmm. some of them be crap some of them be good You know the movie Stand by Me I think so That's from a novella that was a, it's essentially a short story yeah. It's it's not long enough to be a novel but it's too long to be a short story and that was from the the, the book that Stephen King put out called um, I think it was Different Seasons and so the, he had, it was a, four novellas yeah. into one book and there was I don't know different each one had like a different theme like autumn summer winter fall or yeah. spring and um, another another good one he did was uh, Joyland I don't know if you read that one it's about an a, a amusement park and I think I've heard of it and this kid is like like trying to get over this girl but he's like also meets a new girl I haven't read in a while so I'm kind of forgetting but it's there's a scene where like this he's like in one of these fun houses by himself and th- there's a ghost of this woman and uh, is she nice? yeah I think she ends up being like a good guy she ends up being a good guy I I don't remember though I'm, I'm kind of ruining it yeah <sighs> the Grapes of Wrath. Have you read that one? Miss Miss Bell may read that one. I think so. First time of reading. I f- I forgot a lot of the books that we've read in high school. I think the only one I remember is Macbeth because we we made it fun when we read it. Oh yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, we read it as a, a like a Western almost, like a Southern style, like kind like if, if four Gump was Macbeth style. We went forty fifty three minutes so far, so we're getting close. <sighs> I feel Like I'm, I'm like. I'm getting to the end of a run, and I'm yeah. going like to keep pushing myself. To uh, I want to talk about something else about The King. I was going to make a sequel to it. For those of you who've listened to my audiobook. like loads of you listen. maybe like one person, I don't know, two, three people. Um, but the reason why I quit doing that is because for some reason, the quality that I wanted for this story dropped off, and instead of it being like how the first one was, it was kind of dark and gritty, and there was like some dark humor in it every now and then, I forgot how I started off, but it was mm-hmm. very crappy quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> then it kept getting bad. Kept getting bad, yeah. The story I have, the overall story was good. It was about a cult, and w- <coughs> one of the main characters from the first book. <laughs> he came back to life, and he was like basically. If you ever watched the new Star Wars movie, he's basically, like Palpatine, where he was like in this dark robe and he was like barely alive, and and the cult was trying to take over like the, the kingdom and the cult killed off this entire village in the very beginning and there was like some bad like dick jokes and it just went downhill from there <laughs> the overall story is fine I'm just like I said I'm not good at writing the individual story scenes like just like word for by word the details like unless I spend hours upon hours like I did with the king think about exactly what do I want the audience to read then uh-huh. then I feel like I wasted too much time because I think it's, you're going to seek publishing for that book if I if I do seek publishing I'll take all my short stories put them together but I want all my short stories to be done because a lot of them were like halfway done yeah yeah I yeah. know yeah. I enjoy writing too what, would, what advice would you give to your students about writing about writing uh, yeah. just write don't care what you're writing about you can always go back and, was it, proofread it or edit it later. You don't, don't know f- the word for proof. <laughs> you forgot the word edit. Well, I'll give you one of the things. In college, professors got on to me because after I wrote my story, I would edit it, the crap out of it myself, and then I would turn and be graded, and I would wait for them to come back with revisions to me. And the only thing I would fix on my story is what they told me to fix. I wouldn't fix anything else. And some of the grammar English professors uh, got mad at me because they, they said I was only – editing and changing what they told me to, that I didn't go back and revise my article or my story, Uh which is what they were wanting, and I told Mm -hmm. them, I already revised this myself. I'm only looking to tell me if my grammar was wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. I was already getting, like, an A on the paper, and they were wanting to say, but we can give you an A-plus if you revise it. If I get an A, I'm I'm fine. I, I ended college with all A's, so an A is good. Top of your class. What people don't understand is an A is still an A. An A minus is an A. <laughs> yeah, on oh, the report card. Yeah, on the pur- report card. We got basically three minutes left. Bells ring. We have a mo- another moment of silence for this bell. It's not even a real bell. <laughs> How do they make it so loud if it's not a real bell? Is it just a giant speaker in there? Where's the speakers at? In the clock tower, I think. Glenville State College has a clock well, there's tower. There's speakers everywhere. Because they have speakers out the the really? building stadium, over this called. 2 p.m. in the afternoon on this beautiful site. <sighs> but afternoon. advice to story writing is just the first step that they teach us in education mm-hmm. classes is to just sit down and write. Just take the, what's in your head, put it on paper. Turn your phone off. You even want as little distractions as possible. Or if you like listening to music, listen to music and write too. Because I like sometimes whenever I write, I listen to music or. With the King, I yeah, listen to I some classical classical music, classical music yes. and that gets yep. me in the the mindset of what they're doing back then, and then I write based upon that, and a lot of my short stories I write based upon the flow of songs too, really, so I could probably tie them together if I wanted to like like do audio <coughs> narration and then add in mm. the music, so what um <laughs> okay, God <they> don't... <laughs> we got two minutes basically push alright um, alright <laughs> uh, let's think something too the go to seabassmores.com and support me on patreon I'll eventually create something like patreon for people to follow me I don't advertise on facebook I just I'm afraid people are going to see this and think down upon me because I curse a lot and I'm a you don't want and judge you. I don't want people to judge me. That's so you, a, want, you want... Well, teachers... Like, if you're like a... Journalism, if you're like in the news cycle, they don't think they'll judge you as much. But as you're a teacher, and you're going out and doing all this stuff, and you're kind of wacky, and you're doing all these podcasts and stuff, it seems like people might look down upon you. That's why anymore. I'm so excited to not have anyone above me to just tell me because a teacher is very much like a politician what? you have to keep everyone happy yeah <laughs> but the thing is you can never keep anyone happy as right. a teacher because you're worried about teachers other teachers you're worried about the students the parents you're worried your about administ- your boss administrators yeah and the people at the board office And you're worried about everything there's a lot of people to be worried about you're a politician yeah as soon as I get a Marine Corps dude i am grown all my hair out even longer than this um, I'm gonna do whatever I want judgment free I'm gonna spread positivity peace and love and it's gonna be awesome dude I'm gonna be a little hippie I'm gonna travel around in a van with my microphone and camera and tell tell us tell the I stories of the, the Gardner Minshew <laughs> was gonna do you know Gardner Minshew the the <laughs> Jaguars quarterback I think that's what he said he was gonna do over the summer yeah I don't know if he's doing it he bought that camper. he bought that camper yeah yeah I want to tell people stories it's a beautiful thing and I think more people should do it also you should go look at my story time uncensored it's crap, but it's quality crap. SeaBassMorris.com, get involved. Donate on Patreon. I also have. You think it's dangerous for me to have my Venmo and PayPal on? Can they steal from you? No. They, I mean, that might be able to. I thought you were sweating there for a second. It's just the way your shirt looks. Am I sweating? No. <laughs> it no, I'm not shirt. sweating. Yeah. I keep it cool, baby, like iced tea. But uh, you can pay me however you want. Send me mail, and uh, uh, send me money in the mail if you want. You can give your parents' address? If you find my address, you can send me money in the mail. hundred dollars bills. I just start... I put this... I put your address in the description of my video. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can find me on a Daily Dose of Nonsense. It's on Anchor. It's it's Apple, Spotify, whatever other podcast websites there are. I think I'm connected with 10 different ones, maybe 12. I don't know, 11. Uh, I'll... One last this is posted on LinkedIn as well if you are, if you're on if you're on LinkedIn you can find my podcast. I, have, I actually have a LinkedIn for my podcast, but it's so lame. I don't think I have a single follower on I don't think people on LinkedIn are looking for podcasts. No, they're looking for employment. So they, don't, they don't care about your podcast. They're not there to consume content. Like, it, I have views but no th- likes, no thumbs up. Right, yeah, people look at it. People have, like, went through, because I have my ad that has, like, my I have like literally made an ad. Have you, have you seen it? It's a pretty nice, like quality, nice quality ad. Oh, I haven't seen that. It, it's neat. You can go into the app itself and make ads. Really? And then post them off-site. Yeah. That's cool. But I might post on Facebook sooner or later know. On. Once I get Season 2 up and running, because I want Season 2 to be higher quality than Season 1. Because Season 1, majority of the time, I was filming on my Subaru Impreza, which was loud and you could barely hear me. And the engine was roaring and the engine was smoking and everything. And What's your dream vehicle? My dream vehicle is probably the one I have now. The dream <laughs> Ford Escape. you like the white Schrute? Everything in my life is the way I wanted. <laughs> I don't want to change. I have a it's, farm. It's like a dark orangeish color, right? It's like a burnt orange. Burnt orange, yeah. And it's got black tires. It's black all features on. It. It's She's a mean machine. A mean machine. And then the grill is like chrome for some reason. Everything else is like black. You got that fuzzy dice in there. <laughs> it's a nice vehicle. Uh, I even got internet in my vehicle too. Got through AT&T. That's awesome. Twenty-five dollars a month. Which is cheaper than most internet around here, and it's better than most internet around here, which is crazy. I, you West think Virginia satellite internet yeah. would be better than ATT internet that comes out of my view. West Virginia, I don't understand how we have gotten screwed over so bad. Well, because Frontier. Frontier. They they literally own everything in West Virginia. Fuck and me. they Frontier. went bankrupt, you know that? I don't understand how Jim Justice isn't kicked them the hell out of here. Well, because Frontier employees like half the people in the House of De- uh, Delegates and the uh, Senate. Pretty sure, if not half then they're board members or something because I'm pretty sure one of the the senate president was a board member he worked for them in some this capacity this is why you shouldn't trust the government or also, fact check large corporations I'm pretty sure some of them work for Frontier don't trust anyone always do your own research do your own research overthrow everything vote them out of office and vote me in anarchy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. write me in as a what's the thing called a write-in candidate write me in as a write-in candidate for the next election. At least for, let's for get, governor. Let's get Frontier out of here, man. They're yeah. garbage. Or write me in for the next election as president if you can. I don't, I'm not old enough, but yep. we'll see what happens. If you're still here at the end, please leave a like, a share. Send this to a friend or a family member. Send or it to all your friends. Share it on Facebook, on Twitter. If you do Instagram, TikTok, I don't know if TikTok has any shares. Uh, yeah, you can do share. I can't really uh, share this to TikTok, though. It's not the same thing. It would be hilarious. I don't know if t- <laughs> there was an hour <laughs> video on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> All the all the videos on there are like 15 <laughs> seconds long. Yeah. And we're just here sitting. It, it keeps scrolling through and there's like an hour one. <laughs> they can't scroll off of it. Well, I think that's the end of this. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Unless you have anything else to talk about. We've already mm. reached the hour point. The last one was an hour and 19 minutes. This is an hour and blah, blah, no, blah. Minutes. I've got to get on the road. I've got a two and a half hour drive ahead of me. i got like a 15 minute drive ahead of me. Maybe 20 minutes if I uh, go slow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright everybody. We love you. And we will see you guys. Exile on the Seabass Show. And this was a daily dose of nonsense. And we'll see you on the Seabass Show. And a daily dose of nonsense. Seabass Show. The CBass show. Seabass show, show. show. This was the Seabass Show. This that was the D dawn Show. This that was the Seabass Show. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Seabass Show. a D DoS attack. This is a D D-Dawn attack. This is the Seabass Show. D dawn Buzz, buzz, buzz. D dawn Please hit end the Seabass Show.